secret. I fucking has worked for Bidding Planet. That shit is fucking great. Legit sick game. It's so fucking old though. I googled this shit. It came up with like a an old UIG database. It's like a free as fuck film now. I kept just having to like pay to watch it. You know? I just had to like type it in, it came up with like an old school library, like it they had to like they brought out the C D and then it and all the dust flew off and they just put it in the internet for me. <laughs> yeah, it starts off and it's like um you know the Mars Attacks music? But I mean, obviously someone older would be like, you know the Forbidden Planet music? But it's like that shitty yeah. like you put like um some wind instruments like through like um a bin and you record what comes out of that. It's like this <laughs> that kind of music. <laughs> like this weird like sixties instrument that you have. It's fucking <laughs> awful. It's super weird. It's not going on like every so often. It's just like a background hum music for like a f- like the first like ten minutes. It's just annoying. That being said, mate, set design, oh, oh, beautiful, and it's fucking like considering it's like the first like proper like elegant, actually nicely done space film. Oh, set design is better than anything for about the last twenty years now. Actually, sick. It's like fifty something. (coughs) It's like old. Like I was surprised it was in color. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they have this like um. I clearly missed something because like um. They're like um. They were like doing something. They're like let's jump to go light speed and go over there, and um. They all like. There's like I don't know like twenty. I think there's like two dozen people in the ship, and like five of them like go in like these booths, and like some weird like green light comes down. And, like it's like that beam me down kind of stuff, and their kind of bodies disappear, but their bodies yeah. just don't disappear. So they stay there, and some blue and green lights happen, and then like they're just still there. But it's like twenty seconds of that. It's just kind of like I just don't know what happened. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I probably missed something. <laughs> But the fact that only part of the crew kind of did that and it didn't seem to do anything, it's a bit weird. But they kind of came up with jet lag as well. So I don't know, maybe like they like froze in time or some shit, I don't know. Is that the, the, the jet, jet lag removal machine? <laughs> Does like instantly not make you tired anymore? I, d- I have no idea what it was. I, f- I feel like it was like they went on auto, they put the spacesuit on autopilot and then they were like, all right, guys, let's stand onto the the padding light <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, that was hot. Yeah, that was fucking... Oh, I'm sweating, mate. Shit. <laughs> I mean, from what I get now, when you say that, it's some kind of, like, coil chamber, except it's a coil tanning machine. Oh, you're doing that Rick and Morty thing where you call it, oh, it's a quantum light beam. <laughs> or, <something laughs> like or it's <laughs> a quantum LED. Oh. Basically, you get frozen. <laughs> frozen by <laughs> light, but they don't seem to get frozen or anything. Anyway, they fucking they come out of that, and then like some of the other recruits, like there's like a fireman's pole that's got like a little plate on the bottom, and like as it they 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 stand on the plate and hold the pole and like lift them up, but you can see like the plate that they're standing on like wiggling. It's like <laughs> it's like a giant like it's like a kid's play area type thing. 
Oh, so the, the main the main guy, like the captain, let's face it, is Leslie Nielsen. You know, from Airplane. <coughs> and the whole yeah. time, I'm like, it's going to crack his eyes. No, no he's going to crack his eyes. It's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and he just never, the whole fucking film, said anything funny. So I just kind of, <laughs> it, it just threw me off. So I recognised it. It's just like you're expecting something, but you don't yeah. get it. Also, because the way, mm. like, the script was written was, like, so, <coughs> like, old school. They, like, everything's, like, very rigid. And it's said to make someone else say something specific. I w- it's a bit very rigid, direct, and like yeah, just straight to it. But it kind of comes across like it's it's like written like a sketch show, <laughs> like like they <laughs> like you're you're preparing for someone to to say the the punchline, but it never comes. So like the whole film, you're kind of on edge for that joke. <laughs> And then you arrive at the credits, and there's your punchline, kids. Yeah, and then it just says, LOL, get you fam. (laughs) (laughs) The first LOL. The first first LOL. LOL. There were many LOLs, actually. Uh, One of them, one of the LOLs, was when it pans out to the ship, and it is straight up just like a a shitty flying saucer like Roswell. And (laughs) that actually did disappoint me, because Barbarella... I don't know if I describe you as fucking Barbarella, but it looks like uh, like a harmonica with like balls, like bouncy balls stuck on the side. Like it's just weird. It's just fucking weird. But this is just like it's two dinner plates on top of each other with like some red lights. It's just like, oh, come on now. Also, it's fucking small. This, from before, <laughs> this was before Barbarella, though. They, they didn't really, you know. Yeah, I think so. But it's it's like kind of like... um. Barbarella was like, they wanted to be weird and like edgy. This they didn't. They wanted to be like a cool story and like a sci-fi film in addition. If that makes sense. A sci-fi film that makes sense. Yeah, actually, that is to be fair. For the time, for the for the time. Yeah, for the for the time it made sense. I fucking when I when I come to the kind of not really a twist because it kind of you saw it coming, but like. Kind of the twist will be okay. like, yeah, that doesn't really hold up at all, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, they, they get like a communication, so like, we're, we're going to land on your planet. And the bloke that answers is like, it, uh, uh, no. And they're like, okay, mate, we are the military. And he's like, <laughs> uh, well, you're allowed to land, but, but be warned. And they're like, right, we're going to land. Where can we land? So he's like, oh, yeah, turn over there. Yeah, turn there. Just turn over there. Yeah, sorry. I was like, what? He didn't fucking say anything. If they're like, uh, the guy's saying we couldn't land, then, like, they say, oh, actually, yeah, just park right danger? here, mate. They've got free space. Like, why yeah. are they being so chill if they're telling us there's danger? Like, why do we. When is the film supposed to be set? Like, what year? Fucking spaceship year, mate. They didn't, you know how it was back then, like, ooh, in the year 6700, you know, they just pick a random date with two zeros on the end, you know. It's always the year 2000, 4000, or 2100, you know what I mean? It never really yeah, matters. Yeah. It's never going to be like, like, iRobot was like, in the year 2036, it's like, we that picked that date, you know? Like, yeah, these mate, old school like, films just like, pick something We should have had flying cars by now, according to Back to the Future, but you know. 
I still don't have I a normal nothing, skateboard, man. let alone a flying one. Boot <laughs> <laughs> with soft lacing shoes. I don't know. Mine are from eBay, my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they they made the tech, but they didn't fix the wage gap, did they? <laughs> Still got sweatshops going on. We still do have sweatshops. Although we never saw Back to the Future in Vietnam, so you know. Yeah, Vietnam. Yeah. You don't know they keep turning up to the sweatshop with sweatshop shoes. <laughs> I'm missing four fingers and two toes. Dylan, <laughs> like, we've finally done it, guys. We've finally done it. And you just see them, like, holding like, the shoe just like this. And then, like... And then you just see some executives wearing suits and they're like, Great, thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. You continue living in squalor, mate. Yeah. Anyway, they fucking... They touch down the planet. And you, you know how, like, spaceships land, right? You like find sources. They have like, they used to have like some stilts that come out, like thongs, mm. and then like some stairs come up to the thing. This is just like, you know, the two plate analogy, right? The two plates and then two red, yeah, yeah. Two red things on top. Well, the bottom red one just goes down like a little lift, and it lands on that. Um, okay. And it bounces when it lands. <laughs> when it lands, it bounces. <laughs> It kind of goes, <laughs> and it kind of lands perfectly for like half a second, and then bounces up, and then goes down. <laughs> like kind of an airplane. I feel like that. They were like, well, airplanes bounce when they land, so fucking flying saucers must be as well. And they never thought that, like, if it landed on <laughs> one leg, it might, it might topple over. <laughs> they never gave that any thought. It was stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then some fucking stairs come down, kind of like. It never does like anything cool about that. Like, no, never like. It kind of just like, ooh, nothing, no attention really given. And like, the crew comes out down the stairs, and it's like, shit, this this flying saucer is like, um, it's like the size of a small house. Like the one, the one room you saw when they were up in space, where they landed, that was everything. So they had like the living quarters with like twenty five people. And the like the home of the ship, all in like like a twenty by twenty meter area. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> makes the whole military thing kind of seem shittier. Like if the guy was like no one else here, he could have been like, oh fuck, uh, yeah, we're kind of like a tugboat. We're not really a military vessel here. We're kind of got twenty five men and they're armed to arm. <laughs> Can't be shit. Anyway, they, they come off and you see a big. Big puff of smoke in the distance, and they're like, "Oh, there's some smoke," and 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 like obvious to the viewer, it's like that's a fucking car or some shit, and they're like, "What could it be?" Mm. And it's like, "It's a car, mate. It's, it's seriously, it's a moving cloud of smoke." <laughs> so what, what else is it gonna be, right? What fucking car? And it comes up, and it's like, um, there's a robot with like a car attached to him. Yeah, kind of looks like an L shape, yeah. and um. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, it's a car. And it's just like, yes. Like, this doesn't need to be outdated for me. To, like, I don't have to be watching this <laughs> 60 years later to be like, with my newfound millennial knowledge, I, I kind of like this car for the future. Anyone but a fucking millennial would be like, it'd be fucking <laughs> real. It's so awkward. Like, what else is going to move like that? Anyway, 
fucking <laughs> robot like detaches itself from the car like yeah. like the car and the robot separate and it kind of waddles up like um a fucking pigeon that explodes it's probably in <laughs> hindsight the most famous robot that ever ever been conceived maybe but it you, you know <laughs> you know Wallace and Gromit the wrong trousers yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's basically back with like some clockwork robot on the top, but like because it's a man in a suit and they kind of give it like a snowman look, like the tummy is just like a gorge and the legs are the wrong sizes. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of like walks like um like a flamingo with no knees. It's kind of like that. <laughs> and like the guy's arms are like straight ahead, so it's got a bit of T Rex thing going on, and its arms are clearly like useless. <laughs> but also, what's just hilarious to me, like, obviously with hindsight, is that, like, you can see, like, um, it's, like, in a workings, like, it's brain, basically. And yeah. it's just a load of, like, things moving about, like, there's a cog head bit, and it's like, holy fuck, like, like, where the fuck's the soldering work, and where's the capacitor, and the fucking, <laughs> like... Did you ever watch... Doctor Who, do you remember? You watched Doctor Who, didn't you? Yeah, the, the Clockwork Robots. The Clockwork Robots, that's what, you're, that's what I'm picturing in my mind, it's, except it's similar more to that, rusty. Except the Clockwork Robots were clockwork, like a, like a delicately, precisely mm. created watch. Like Everything was like so much density to it. This was just like a big fucking moving thing, another big fucking moving <laughs> thing. On the outside, it's got like a whirling thing, and another whirling thing at the other angle. It's like a load of twisting dials. It's just like, okay. I'm just picturing some kind of monstrosity in my head right now, and it's, it's stuck on picture because everything's just moving. It's kind of like a dome shape, like kind of like an upside down box. I've, I've you've got quite a good picture here after what I've described. <laughs> <laughs> Even after all of that, nothing's making sense. Yeah. It just doesn't. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. But um, it turns up and they're like. Oldie or some shit, you know how old, old Americans were in the fifties, and some bloke is like, um, I fucking kid you not, this this really made me feel like it's an old film. But he was like, "Are you a man or a woman?" And it was like, first of all, <laughs> thanks for not assuming their gender. It's really progressive, especially for the fifties. And second of all, like, there's no clothes on this fucker. It was clear he was neither man nor woman. And it's a fucking machine. Even it had like transparent panes of glass. You can see inside it and the arse in it. <laughs> you can see metal moving inside where you would have a brain. And he said, Are you a man or a brain? And he the robot was just like, It fucking means nothing to me. And I was like, Respect, motherfucker. <laughs> non binary robot. Mm. Fucking, you don't see that every day. <laughs> I mean, you probably do. Especially in, like, especially in the nineteen fifties, isn't it? Yeah, that was really progressive. Again, I only realised this um, like after I watched the film. But like, you know how like when you watch like war films and they've got like man things and like any military film, all the leadership is like like posh, educated, white, and all the runts like pretty ethnically diverse well all of the um the fucking everyone <laughs> every member of the cast is like 
they were clearly like rapist types and like um all their hair was done the same way and like that, that nice protestant but i gave them massively sunday look <laughs> like there was definitely not even a, an italian there like that's how like ethnically limited they were please please there was yeah they there was nothing not even like someone who had a spanish looking appearance because that could be mexican None of that. Anyway, the fucking three guys go go into Robbie's car. The robot, it's called Robbie, by the way. Robbie the robot. So it's kind of, they got there first, and they were like, we've got a robot called Robbie. And everyone's like, fuck, what do we call our robot? And like, what else do we call, like, call like Robert, Robin, Robinson, Robbie Robertson? Oh, Robbie. <laughs> like they, they come up with Robbie, like, no one could take that off them. They had to, like, act these mm-hmm. idiot weird things. that had nothing to do with the word robot after that. Anyway, they get two, the three guys get in the car. It's like a science guy, Leslie Nielsen, who's the captain, and some schmuck. <laughs> and they, they get in the car. It like drives them <coughs> to like a house, and and um, they go through the door, and this guy is called like Doctor like M- Mahogan or something, something like that, like some weird shit. Doctor Toboggan? Oh, it sounds like Doctor Toboggan, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, he's actually, um, you know, in um, ah, it's that Chris Hansen when he like goes into the house. He's like, yeah, the young lady you wanted to have sex with is not here. Um, why are you here? And they're like, just wanted to play darts with a young girl. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. They go in the door yeah. and they're like, oh, there used to be like. Uh, like loads of settlers here. Uh, how many are left? He's like, uh, just one. That's me. I'm the only person left alive. And they're like, oh, fair enough. That makes sense. And then they kind of like uh, start talking to him a bit more. And then his daughter comes along, and they're like, oh, nice to meet your daughter. And it's like nothing really clicks with them. And it's just like you're literally like just checking up on a planet of settlers. That's that's the role here. They're checking up on the settlers. And they said it was dangerous. Okay? And now, the only man left alive of this planet of settlers, uh, he's claimed he's the only one there, and then his daughter appears. Now, <laughs> if, if I were, um, I'd say, uh, uh, like an investigator into a murder case, which is essentially what they had become, I would critique the fact that there's two people alive when they said there was one. But they just kind of brush it off and they're like, oh, lovely to meet you. And and basically, the whole dynamic becomes, we're three blokes, you're one girl. And this, mm, I absolutely adore this scene, okay? Oh, well, I've, oh God. <laughs> it's, oh God. it's almost, like, relatable. It's almost like, um, you know when you're in the, like, in the club, and um, and like, especially me. Like, I Where's this make, going? I just make shit up, you know. <laughs> like I'll be chatting to like some random bloke I've I've never met before, and you'll be like just like chilling with a mate, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm with with this bloke Dylan. Uh, yeah, he's like really free, but and he like last time we came here, he just like kicked a man in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the guy he's talking to, he's actually bandaged like the man in here. But basically, um, the schmuck. Was like, oh, um, 
Let me let me go get you some coffee to the um to the to the girl to the daughter, and she's like, oh no, Robbie could get me some, and he, and he's like, yes, yes, do you want? And just like, like pushes her with with him, and Robbie just is like, here's the coffee as soon as he gets to the table, and they're like, oh, thank okay. you for the coffee, and then he's like, um, oh, you know my commanding officer and the, and the doctor. Well, let's just say I don't want to be left alone at night with their doctor. And and she's like, oh, okay, doctor, fine. And <laughs> and then the the captain's like, he says something like, um, oh yeah, these two women are terrible. Oh, how's a different woman every time? Oh, every time you see them, <laughs> she's just making this shit up about them. <laughs> clearly, just like abusing this girl's like trust already. Hmm. And um, then they walk back. The group, and this is this is the weirdest part. Without the coffee, so they went to get coffee. They had a coffee made for them, and fucking didn't interact with the coffee after, other than like grabbing the tray and putting it down immediately. I mean, was it a transition or was this just like straight? Oh, it's a tray of coffee, and you're like. Thanks, this is just what I was going to offer the girl. And then just goes, plonks it down, and the girl walks him up, has coffee. And um, Robbie's just like, alright, fuck this, I'm, you're not going to take me seriously. I'm fucking going to work for the fucking yeah. marines over there, because you kill a settlers, which aren't Romans over there. And I don't want to prove it. These are Romans, you can't do that, right? Yeah. And um, the, the <coughs> this is, okay, this says a lot about the times, but the 50s, it was like, if you spoke to a girl, and she was just like, fuck off, mate, it was like, you were dating, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, so um, um, the schmuck says a, f- a few more words to the girl, and it's basically like, yeah, we're dating now, and the captain's like, oh, you two are, you are clearly moving quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, not said in like an ironic way, it's just like, Holy shit, like this is actually like I would think too. It's kind of like watching like a Chinese film, right? And it's still no one's cons- considered the fact that the guy the the dad just said, Yeah, I'm the only one alive. Yeah, because um I think I think they were like, Well, he's he's your daughter, right? Obviously there would be nothing sinister about this. Uh I don't know, maybe a man with a daughter who's also like He's like a doctor as well, so I feel like it seems more interesting or something. Also, um, he had like, um, he was like, oh, also there's nothing dangerous out there because when I press this button, these like tools come up against the door, across the windows, and nothing can get in. And it's like, okay, okay, there's a magical on the loose. Uh, you claim you don't know who killed everyone, and um, you've also got bomb-proof doors and windows. Um, why? 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 I feel like this might be <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they're just like, shit, man. Okay. Um, we're going to leave. But we had a lovely time. It was huge. <laughs> really love the chit chat. You know, we missed this chit chat. And he's like, yeah, same. You know, I've been, mm-hmm. I've been alone, uh, alone on my own with a daughter for so long. But I miss this company. <laughs> and they're like, right. Um, Robbie, take us back. He's like, yeah, sure, mate. I just flip myself back on the car and he just like walks into the front like where the bonnet would be it's like 
think of the round room, I just stop moving. And I get back and it's like fucking weird shit. And I'm fucking in the head. I'm guess weird idea that this, this robot is now a walking battery for this car. It's got like none of none of the like the effects of like electric going through and like that happening or anything, but like also this is I'll leave this out. But basically they're like, oh yeah, Robbie can like um like level a building. Like he's just so strong he can like carry like like a building in his hand. And so they're like um the Marines are like oh let's fucking oh by the way we kind of need to like repair our fifth bit. Can I helping us? And he's like. Yeah, sure, I've got so much, like, loads of stuff. You wouldn't even believe it. He's like, I'll give you so much stuff. And they're like, <laughs> that makes clear sense. Yeah, you definitely have all this stuff. It's not too difficult. And he's like, we'll have Robbie, don't worry. And they're, like, fucking around. And it's like, um, Robbie's, like, carrying, like, a load of shit. And on, like, one hand, he's like, doot, doot, doot. And um, one of the guys is like, oh, my God, what he's carrying? It must be, it must be ten tons. And and Robbie's like, oh no, this this weighs only like six tons, and they're just like, oh ha ha ha, so jovial. This this insanely strong machine is like, yeah, I could carry like tons of it, easy. Also, what I, what I did miss out was while they were back in the house, they were like, oh my god, this robot, this robot that you trust us to dr- to drive to an unmarked location, he could kill us. <laughs> and, and and um. The doctor's like, oh, it can't. And he's like, um, let me prove it. And he's like, let me have your gun. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, here's my gun. And um, he gives it to, to Robbie. And he's like, uh, shoot that tree or something. And he shoots it. And he's like, do you understand what this, what this does, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sir, this is his fucking gun. Yeah, get ready for some. And he's like, good, call me Leslie Nielsen and shoot him. And he starts getting this weird, like, purple glow. He's like, see, it can't even kill a man. It would... It would kill him if he tried to kill a man or something for much longer and they're like all right sick and um yeah they didn't drive back and kind of have that whole like carrying the shit and he's helping them out they have this this weird like um frame car that has like a magnet attached and they're like yeah. uh, we're gonna kill frank lesnar seems like a fucking serious serious <laughs> and the guy in the truck like <laughs> and the guy's like belt not like the front, but the back of his ass like gets attached yeah. to the to the magnet. And he's like, "Oh, help! Get me down!" Uh, what? Where was the metal that made his <laughs> ass get attached to the crane thing? Like the magnetic, like you would need metal. And the guy yeah, obviously would be in the front, and they're all wearing like military uniforms, which is like snuck down the front. I just fucking. And he's got a, uh, and we got a metal ass thing. If he had a hip replacement and they just fucking did that to him, he would have. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Like you would see his bones coming out of him. It'd be gross. <laughs> like, guys, guys, and you just see this thing just hanging from his hip. <laughs> just like bits of him come out. And then the fucking. The, um. <laughs> The girl just happens to be there again, and um, the schmuck is like, oh, um, they both go into like, this, this area just behind the mountain near the, near the like, spaceship. And, and he's like, oh, um, fucking, 
he's like basically getting scaly, right? But it just comes across as like, I'm going to educate you about the deep demon tree from Zara. And she's like, oh yes, I'd be delightful. <laughs> you know where this is going, right? So it's quite like creepy, right? So um, he's like, this is so that so they, they they take a pill and they hold hands. You would hope so. <laughs> it's it's very it's much more vulgar than Barbarella because it exchanged what we would call French kiss. Oh you know, wait, so that's oh, wait. Yeah, and um, it's a little bit too much. Basically, he kisses her for like a few seconds. And um, he's like, "Yes, this is this makes me hopeless. You know, when you, it when you kiss, <laughs> it's it's good for you. You get a good sensation. It makes you feel better." And she's like, "Oh, I wasn't getting any any sensation." And he's like, "You're getting any stimulation now?" And he tries again. And she's like, "No, let me try again." And he's like, "Oh, let me try this way." And then he puts a quick his hand around her, and um, he's like, "Oh, you're gonna do that fast cat thing to me." Oh no, I feel for you after the third time you've. Kind of kiss me without warning, <laughs> and, and um, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting nothing. It doesn't look any different. That could be the next thing." And he's like, "Mate, you fucking hurt just the same." <laughs> but before he gets to say that to her, she's um, Betty Nielsen comes into the little tree thing and is like, um, "You know how he's meant to be like the." The upper class guy who's like mm. says everything's right and doesn't let his emotions get ahead of him. Well, he's basically the fuck up. Jesus Christ! <laughs> he's taking advantage of this girl. How dare you? And then this, and then the much leaves, and this girl is like, uh, is like, oh, the fat girl. What are you doing? You used to teach me about how to be healthy, right? And he's like, oh, you can't come in here looking like that. And she's like, what do you mean? And it's like, it's like that whole like, um, uh, like fucking. Weinstein level, like, oh, don't care, I don't find, uh, you know, uh, yeah. no one's gonna notice. Yeah. Fifty years time when it becomes available in four K online, mm. so fine. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's basically just like a Roman tunic type thing. Like, totally. at times it was quite revealing, but now it's kind of like, oh. that's not, you know, you kind of see crazier things on a night out. <laughs> and um. <laughs> and she's like, "How dare you insult my clothes?" And he's like, "Well, what the fuck? Who the fuck are you? You're just ignorant, aren't you?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." <laughs> and he just gets like angry at her, like for no reason. And she's just like, "Oh, it's a great thing that you're angry." And it's like, it's it's so fair that she's annoyed with him for him just being angry for no reason, and he just doesn't yeah. get it. And it's just like, as soon as you see that moment. That dynamic, it's like they're gonna be a thing, <laughs> you know. It's oh, like, no. like, oh, the we didn't like each other, and then because of that, they're gonna like each other. It's like so visible from the get go. Do I see a plot twist with jealous shock? It is kind of because later like, in the film, I think they like um, they then um like uh, a love triangle going on, mate. Let me just remember, because the film is kind of like everything's on the same screen. So it's kind of hard to keep track of everything, whereas Barbarella is like, <laughs> everything is so... All over the place. It's, it's really easy to track where things are. But, but okay, so the only person who you could ever say in this film isn't 
Nutcracker, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, is um, <laughs> uh, clearly Irish cook. Um, okay. He's like he's a um, he's like not even like wearing his like uniform. He's just like has like a, a wife beater. He's like got a really thick accent. Like I think he's a mm. ginger as well. Very stereotyped. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and he goes to the captain. He's like, oh mate, let me let me fucking um, let me get out of this perimeter. They put up this like perimeter of like electric fence. And uh, he's like, let me get out of this perimeter. So they turn it off, and he just goes through, and they put it back on. And he goes out to the grove where they're they, those two are getting um, they get scouted at by Nelson. And the ro- <laughs> robots there, and he's like, so robots, um, I do a load of cooking, and I fucking I've got this shit that I use strictly for cooking. So he gets out like a bottle of like cheap ass fucking whiskey, like American whiskey, <laughs> like you know that shit like came out of a chemist shop. Not even like a nice old chemist. <laughs> it's when it says like a dirty salivate, dirty salivate, real oak barrels. Like it's kind of like this the termite, you know. Got that fresh taste of rocked mate. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Not good. Anyway, um, it's like um, yo, Robbie the robot. Um, could you could you make some of this for me, or could you source some of this for me? And he's like, mm, yes, I can fucking source it. And he pours it into like his tummy, and he's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And um, he's like analyzing. He's like, you just fucking wasted all that. So I had um, strictly for cooking. This is why I'm so angry. Excellent men make me, clearly. Mm. <laughs> I'm not annoyed because I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and, um, Rob, like, later on, he comes back at night and, um, there's, like, fucking, and I kid you not, like, like a meter high stack of just bottles of whiskey. And he takes one, he's like, holy shit. And he just takes, he just takes the cork off, drinks like a sip, like, coughs. <laughs> like quite a bit like an old dad cough and he's like that's smooth <laughs> <laughs> and like was it mate really come on <laughs> the director and the, and the writer didn't get along there <laughs> and so he like he takes some back to the ship but he like he gets like his apron put two bottles in and it's like we're not going to be able to carry that in there let's be real and why are you going to hide it like it was clearly contraband you live in like a tiny little like apartment. It's basically in a like an open plan apartment spaceship for twenty five people. Like where are you gonna hide this little contraband in there? Anyway, they fucking next scene is like they're doing like a night watch and um they see some big ass fucking footprints in the sand. And it's like weird, it's like um it's like a big like T Rex foot, but like a little like nail print in the front, like just one, like a velociraptor nail. <laughs> and um, you see his like his feet plump on the like the stairs and the metal like 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 crumbling, right? And the guys with guard duty don't hear like metal steps flexing <laughs> on the weight of enormous thing. And um goes upstairs and this huge like like um um, like pipe door gets opened, and some guy mm. like wakes up. He's like, "Oh, because his bed's right by the door, and he sees something moving." And this is like, 
Oh, it's those lights. <laughs> and then you just hear like <laughs> you just hear like screaming like ah, and then everyone's like, um, holy fuck, what the fuck happened? And um, he's like, the the guy just like fucking died, and and he's like, you were fucking drunk the whole night, you Irish prick. <laughs> and he's like, no, no was, but like, the him, gods. He was like, I didn't kill a man, and um, and they're like, you know, going off, and um, another couple guys are like, one guy's like in guard duty, and they're like, why the fuck didn't you see this? Like, how did you not see a killer? And he's like, well, I was in guard duty, and he's like, um, well, you're a terrible guard. Your punishment is like 25 days on guard from now on. And he's like, oh man, it's like, what kind of punishment is that? Like, so he was, he left a man. So dead. he's a guard who did a bad job, and they're like. You know what? It's such a bad job. We're actually extending your job. Yeah, yeah, it's legit. It's like that scene from that numbered when 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 um Ben does the washing up badly, so that he never has to do the washing up again. <laughs> but in this case, he let a man die, and now he has to continue um threatening the lives of the people on the ship. You let a man die. Promotion. Yeah, but worst of all, the 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 other guy is like. Yeah, I saw the vent move, like the big pipe door move, but I thought mm. it was a broom. <laughs> and the captain's like, you, you thought like a 12-ton door moved as a broom? It's like, yeah. And he's like, fuck's sake, mate. Legit. I fucking loved it. Anyway, you're all in the pit now. Um, you're all like demoted and you're fucked. And, um, Except for the one guy who's uh, got an extra gun change to deal with. Yeah, I'd feel pretty terrified, like, his friends are all on board, and you just let a man die. Um, you would probably, if you were in that position, you'd be like, did I accidentally fall asleep or something? Or did they knock me out? Fuck, I don't know what happened there. You would legit be shitting. Like, you, you, you would probably get, like, some PTSD or some shit, like, knowing that you, um, unable to do your job, is also it's keeping someone safe on watch guard, right? It's like, you're legit going to get some shit done. Anyway, the next day they go to like Doctor Pajogan, Doctor I can't remember his name, Doctor Mantis, <laughs> and um, Doctor Mahogany, and um, they're like, yeah, so legit, like we had a bloke die, and um, he's like, oh, that's crazy, because like when the settlers came, like all of them died except for me. I you could look out there, like out the window, those windows that I still shut every night. Um, out the window there, you can see all the graves. I had to go in there. Yeah, that, that happened. I'm the only survivor. Oh, I've also got a, a daughter, but you know, I'm the only survivor. And they're like, yeah, oh, checks out. Like you're you're our ambassador here. We wouldn't besmirk your name, right? And um, they go in and and um, fucking Leslie Nielsen's left. He he wouldn't let the schmuck come along because um, he was like. No, nah, I saw what you fucking did in that fucking that little area before. You're not allowed to see that girl. And he's like, oh crap, but you're my captain, so aye aye, mate. And ah, uh, fuck you, though. All right. So it's just it's just him and the doctor, and and they're like, yo, Robbie, um, where's fucking Doctor Mantis? And he's like, he's in his study. He's not allowed to be in- interrupted at all when he's in his study. And they're like, yeah, yeah, all right. You're like, fair, mate, that makes sense. And um, so then, then like, Les- Leslie Nielsen looks around and sees in the pool area outdoors, there's, like, um, a girl is fully naked, right? Um, 
in like the swimming room and he's like, Yo, doctor, I'm I'm gonna keep that in here. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a first contact. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he goes over <laughs> and he's like, Yo, I I know you're naked and I came over here to talk to you while you're naked, but I'm gonna avert my gaze. And and he's like, Why? What why why do you need to? And he's like yeah, because you're, you're naked. You're a, you're a naked woman. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> and, um, and he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll get out now. And he's like, well done. And he turns around, and he's behind a, a bush. And he's like, I'll just get some shit on. Because I know you fucking battered some mad shit that was wrong before. I had Robbie, like, knit me up some really good shit overnight. And um, he comes out, just wearing, like, some really standard stuff. Like, okay. it didn't really change much at all. And he's like, oh, 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 Bruce looks, uh, <coughs> And anyway, they get Ooh. it on. They just, like, straight up get it on. Uh, so in the PG way. I don't want to look at you. I don't want... Oh. So, obviously, they had to have the cords on. It, it was, it was just a French, it was definitely... Just a French kiss and couldn't be interpreted any other way. But on the down low, they had they had premarital relationships. Sex now. <laughs> but basically, they Disney didn't said that use Disney didn't want that. <laughs> they did. The question is, did they or did they not use the holy sheet? The holy sheet. Well, she looked like she was wearing it. She was drenched in holy water. I'll just say that. Anyway, okay. one of her animal <laughs> friends, because for some reason she's like um, a Disney character that can like talk to tigers and shit. A tiger, a tiger is like, is like looking at them and like, like does like a roar like that, you know. And um, he gets out his gun. He's like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" And like, no, his actual gun. You know, okay, like still in his clothes and and. Um, <laughs> And um, he's like, don't worry, it's not going to hurt us. It straight up leaps, right, at them, just before it hits them. He's like, ooh. And she, in plain sight of his whole friend, was like, yeah, that was a bit weird. Why was it going to kill us? And it's like, that is not a normal response to a friend getting killed by your new, um, let's not say lover, let's say potentially romantic partner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're a perfect stranger. She she clearly just has like um like she's she's ignorant of like earth culture, obviously, but she just has doesn't get normal emotions because her dad is like fucked in the head and her mum is a robot and isn't a woman or a man. <laughs> so she just doesn't have like any emotional capabilities. Also, especially considering there is a literal graveyard with her mum in it outdoors. So mm. the fact that she was like, yeah, that tiger that your friend you just died, okay, lol, why? <laughs> <laughs> makes sense, but also just really weird, and this water just didn't pick up on it at all, right? Mm. Um, anyway, so she fucking's like, uh, yeah, you're fucking, I've got to go back to talk to Dr. Majesty Bogan. And um, he's like, God, well, he still hasn't come out yet. And he's like, no, sir, he's fucking still in there. We've waited a solid... Uh, I don't know, you guys give me one. <laughs> 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 and um, 
Um, so those attacks are, as it was first, in good Armenians and using unarmed men with a killing machine that can't print. And um, so they just burst into the office. And um, what, what you'll notice about this office is there's a big desk with, mm -hmm. some with some documents on it. And they look at the documents and it's like some weird script. And what anyone else would have noticed if they walked into that room would have been the big stack of cave openings. <laughs> That they just clearly didn't pick up on. And at section 9 just above them, immediately walks to as soon as they stop talking about the documents. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? This is my office, what are y'all doing? And they're like, oh yes, that was kind of mean of us, to be honest. We really overstepped that. We weren't trying to investigate murders or anything. And he's like, yeah, that was right of you to apologise, but the police didn't come in. Um, <laughs> and he's like, by the way, that's just my work. Um, I, I, I study the, the old... Um, aliens that used to live here and um, they're like oh that's cool can we see that and he's like oh yeah sure yeah fucking yeah whatever yeah and they're like <laughs> by the way uh, real quick aliens uh, you're studying alien technology that might have been a convenient thing to tell us about and he's like oh no now that you think about it that might have made <laughs> sense uh, and they're like so again, thanks for apologising for certain things we did wrong. So we'll just follow you and take your word for it all the way. And he's like, also, you know this big door? It's like a shape of like a diamond, right? It's like a, a diamond in a door, like literally like that. Yeah. And and Mantis is like, yeah, the doors are shaped like this, probably because the aliens shaped them. And okay, legit. <laughs> um. You know, I've criticised a lot of alien designs, right, in the past. Um, a square alien, that needs its doorway to be as square as it is, as it is. I wouldn't say that's, like, a great set design or, like, designed for the aliens that, you know, mm. may or may not exist. But anyway. Yeah, because, you know, what if the alien puts in weight? What if the alien, you know... A little bit too dwarf. You're saying if it gets a bit curvy. If it gets, yeah, if, if, if the, the, the points no longer there, if it becomes more of a that instead of a that, mate. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a bit of a problem, isn't it? It's just a bit weird. I, <clears throat> I feel like maybe he just saw one door and was like, that's how they look. And it's just like, yeah. I am a scientist. I work on what I see. I see one door, I work in shapes. Yeah, legit. Yeah, it just happens to be the cave attached to his house. He's, he's clearly explored much more than that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they go into the cave and they're like, uh, "Oh, this door, basically nothing to damage it. Just shoot it with your lasers, and nothing will happen." And they're like, "Do do 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 do. Nothing happens, then." Oh, crazy! And he's like, "Yeah, it will shoot. Nothing to damage it. All just like lighted spark." And they're like, "Cool, uh, sick." And they just they go through the door after opening it, and uh, he's like, "Oh, look at this cool area! Oh, the aliens made all of this." And they're like, "Yeah, what's that thing?" And he's like, "That is an education sign." And they're like, "Whoa, crazy! That as soon as you walk into their ha their house or lab or whatever this is, they have like a education device, and it's shaped like there's it's like um two bulbs and like." A single bulb, one on the forehead and like two on the side. 
kind of like some lamp <coughs> that flicks that stuff in. Kind of like what Professor X wears, but like just three prongs instead. And and he puts it on. He's like, notice how how it expands much more in the shape of the head, suggests he almost had huge heads. And it's like, but it fits you. Huh. It's like <laughs> they could also have smaller heads than yourself. It was really stupid. It's like yeah. It's like if someone finds out like my headphones and strips it all the way out, they'll be like, absolutely humongous head. But I've got it all the way down because in the bottom is clipped, so I've got a small head, right? It's just <laughs> stupid. It's just so stupid. <laughs> anyway, oh, these, they're like, what is this? And he's like, well, you put this on, you can see this big, huge, like, uh, you know this thermometer spread that's like, um, little balls that go up and down? Uh, what is it, like a Galileo yeah. thermometer? You know? And um, it's basically that, like the middle of the TARDIS thing. And he, he puts it on, and it, the, like the bubble of that thing goes up like halfway up. And he's like, make his eye cool. And they're like, cool. It's nice that you w actually know that. You know, like you're inferring that at all. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I definitely can infer that now. I just think, I think it's fact. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, yeah, you guys try it on. Lol, this will be funny. And the doctor tries it on. He's like, I have an IQ of 186. And I'm, as a viewer, I'm like, ooh, mate. Really? <laughs> um, anyway, he puts it on, and and it goes like barely up to there, like, like nowhere near where the where the man sits at the bottom, like his dial is. It goes like a third of the way up, and he's just like, oh, that's crazy because I am really clever. So it's weird that you think I'm not. And it's like, come on, Clark, like a bit bit confident. Yeah. And um, the Leslie Nielsen guy goes on it, and it's like, like nowhere near even the doctors. And uh, Dr. Mads is like, well, you know, a good leader needs a loud voice, not, not quick-wittedness. And it's like, Jesus, mate, come on. You guys are mean. Yeah. I mean... It's like this whole creating plot points. Yeah. It just doesn't want to explore them until it's convenient. It's, yeah, no, nothing's like... Uh, everything's hidden until, until you're exploring it fully, you know? So whenever whenever time something does happen, it's you're seeing it for the for the first time, which is why it's like almost nearing the end of this film at this point, you know, and it's just like we're seeing new shit, and it's nearing the end. It's just like weird, and nothing's really been set up. We haven't really seen much of the world. Yeah. Not even really been introduced. Ha not much has actually happened, and the end is almost near. <laughs> Anyway, they're fucking fucking around with this machine, and um, he's like, "Oh, watch this! If I put these the three things on again, I can create a hologram." And um, the doctor's he he creates the hologram of his daughter. It's like the doctor's like, "Oh my god, it's your daughter! You've created your daughter there!" And it's like, "Is she alive? Oh my god, you created life!" And he's like, "It's a hologram, mate. Like I said so." <laughs> Chill the fuck out, uh, Mister One Eighty Six. All right, because <laughs> we really do know that was that was. Well below a one eighteen at best, right? I mean, yeah, it's really yeah, fucking yeah. dismal, right? Or gravity really does affect my IQ. <laughs> maybe, maybe gravity is a bit higher in that planet. Just a little bit. And just like... Yeah. Anyway, they're like, they're like, can we try that? And he's like, no. If you do, it might kill you. And they're like, oh yeah. How do you know that? And um, he's like, oh, because I did that. And like, yeah, we saw that. And he's like, yeah, but I did that before. The first time I did it, I was out. I was like unconscious for a day and a night. 
he said, "Oh, you've got, you've got this for a day and a night." <laughs> it, it sounded very weird to me. I mean, I know they're on another planet. For a day and a night. <laughs> but still, like, um, like he would stay like twenty four hours, or you know, like the entire day. I was out for a day and a night. It's very like biblically <laughs> said. You know. I was out for one day, and also one night. <laughs> It was like when you give me that green thing in the morning at like a practical night out. It's like, I'll, I'll be having a day and a night sesh. <laughs> It'll be a big one. I'll be drinking too much shade and the night. <laughs> Fucking. They're like, yeah, so you fucked with alien technology and it literally changed your mind enough that you've passed out for 24 hours and are currently able to interact with alien technology as a result. And he's like, yeah, no, that's what happened, yeah. And they're like, cool. Uh, show us this, um, this, like, um, alien text. And they're, uh, he's like, yeah, sure, okay. Basic text. It tells you loads of stuff. Um, keep reading this text. I built Robbie. That's all it is. It's very simple. And they're like, yeah, that sounds simple. Yeah. And then they're like, what are you thinking next? And he's like, oh, yeah. So, you know, if we have a unit of energy, well, each box um, multiplies that unit of energy by 10. And there's an infinite amount of these boxes, so they have infinite electricity. And it's like, wh what? This is <laughs> so, like, the science is kind of obnoxious here. Like, this doesn't make any sense. So, le let, me, let, me, <laughs> let me just highlight some things, okay? There is a machine okay. that yep. has unlimited... Um, energy, literally uh, infinite yeah. energy, and there is a machine that can project holograms, okay? That has permanently altered someone's mind. And there is a killer on the loose. Okay. Now, these are, these are a few things we've been introduced to very quickly, and we haven't really been introduced to anything else, and the film's almost ending. So it's yeah. just to build a pretty accurate image in your mind here, alright? Yeah? So right now we're like we're going through the film, like, yeah. and then someone dies, and then alien <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of they're overdoing it, right? They're interspersing yeah. stuff just way too much. You know, it's like when you get to the end of the game and they're like, "Oh yeah, um, this gun can kill that enemy immediately. You don't have to spend ages killing it." It's like, it's like, it's like they've gone a bit naughty. They've gone through the film, right, and then they're like, "We need to actually." Do something here, yeah. and then like we're also at the end of the film, and we got nothing. Let's just introduce a whole bunch of new concepts, and hope it works. I think they were like, "It's the 1950s. Like, if you were turning a spaceship and a robot, you need to let this settle down now." It's like they must have been here to like twenty minutes after seeing the robot. They must have still been like, "Holy shit, it's a robot! Fuck me, it's a robot." Is it a boy? I can't even tell. And then, and then, half an hour later, they see this machine that can play a hologram, and they must have been like, "That and a robot? Whoa! What? <laughs> <laughs> so much out. I'm loving it. That's the only explanation I have for why they introduce stuffs in like such a staggered way, right? Yeah. Like it's it's all at once, like the spaceship and the robot all at once, and then like the alien lab all at once. It's like. Nothing is slowly weaved in. You don't get any hints to anything because you just mm. the the guy just 
doesn't say anything unless it's obvious. Like they're like, he's got a secret lab, and he's and he's like, oh yeah, I should have told you that. But it's like he just doesn't tell them anything for no reason. And I think it's meant to be like a whole oh, is he the killer type thing? You know what I mean? And um Right. So they fucking go back to the ship and um I fucking they they've set up some turrets, right? And they're all holding like um like an atomic gun type thing. And um it it becomes night time and some guy's like, I've got on my radar down in that canyon there in the valley, there's a fucking blip. Let's fucking shoot it. And they're like Ah fire. And they fire and it's like, it's still there, you've hit nothing. He's like, Oh yeah, it might be a good idea to fire again. And they fire the turrets again. And it's like, well it's fucking still coming, it's like literally here. And you just hear like the you see the buzz the buzz light electric thing like go zzz, and you can see the outline of like some alien gorilla thing. And it's like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but this is CGI. So it might be fishy. So in that sense, you know, it's pretty fucking groundbreaking. Can you tell? It's yeah. alright. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> it's it's either terrible groundbreaking or alright. Yeah. It's one of the two. And I'm not qualified to say which. <laughs> anyway, it's like um you know there's like future guns where like um when they shoot, they it's like um they just like shoot the gun, the gun doesn't move and it doesn't the the like the lasers put in like posts, mm-hmm. the yeah. posts. So you see them like mm-hmm. like just like like not not knowing when their gun's firing, they get like no visual feedback or anything, it's just a laser gun. Okay. So you just like they're randomly like walking around and then the gun their gun shoots and it's like it it's they're so detached from what they're shooting. It's so weird. It's they so so you gotta you, you gotta grab be starting here and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's really also the schmuck walks up to the gorilla after he's seen two people getting eaten by the gorilla. Or like thrown around, right? He he's like, Oh, it's not getting killed by our turrets or our guns. What if I stand closer and shoot it? So he he, he runs, stands a couple of feet away, and is like, now I can really shoot it and start shooting it. And and it's just like he grabs him and kills him. And it's like Leslie Nielsen's like, I'm in the clear, mate. No competition at all, mate. Sit. And then and then Doc's like, You got you got a full dish of the fucker, mate. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, I now that I think about it, I don't actually fucking remember what happens. <laughs> I think it just disappears. I think it just straight up disappears after killing three people. I think what also happens is the daughter has nightmares and wakes up and um, Dr. Mantis the Boggin like controls her and it disappears and um, it's like all wacky and the doctor's like we gotta go see that learning machine again and Leslie Nielsen's like fucking be right back. You know he said it extended IQ training. Mm. Uh, I think I could be the one to use the machine. And the doctor's like, yeah, mate, you're, you're definitely, you, you're, you're definitely the qualified <laughs> actor, you know, in this, you know, good sense, yeah? And, um, 
and so they, they run up to the house and Robbie's there at the door and they're like, Robbie Lerison and Robbie's like, fuck no mate, I've been told not to, I'm, I'm bouncing and um, they're like, no but you're not allowed to kill us and he's like, uh, that's true and so they point their guns at him and he's like, aren't I going to disable your guns with an ability that hasn't been shown at all yet? And he disables their guns and just like, they click the triggers and nothing happens. And um, then the girl, the daughter, comes in and is like, Robbie, override. And he just fucks off. And they keep the guns. I don't know if they work now. Uh, <laughs> they used them later, I think. So, fucking, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they go up to the fucking, like a, a mansion building there. And they're like, hey, we've got to use the fucking machine. And um, and the doctor runs off to go use the machine, while Blake and Eve and the mantis are like, "We got to use the machine," and they're arguing about using the machine, and then and then Robbie comes back like like thirty seconds later, like yeah, the doctor used the machine, he's passed out, he's dying, and it's like, oh okay, well that sorts <laughs> that out then, um, and he's like, oh we we were right, fucking the 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 id was it the id or the ego? Or the superego? I think it's the, the id, right? Basically, <laughs> uh, fucking not trying to flex on anyone, but I do have a psychology qualification. Anyway, by the 1950s, id and ego, already fucking bullshit. <laughs> so I kind of weirded <laughs> out that they assumed that in the future, things that they'd already debunked would be considered fact. They describe it, the, the id is like um, in your subconscious and um, fucking, it's like the subconscious is fucking whatever. And you, it, it seems like he learns from the machine, not that he got an higher IQ and inferred it. Mm. It seems like the machine bestowed information upon him. Okay. Anyway, he's like, it's made up of the subconscious. And Leslie Nielsen's like, oh, we fucking worked it out now. As uh, the doc dies in front of him, and it's it kind of blows expected, over. expected. It's really just it's, it's no one notices that he died, but he does. And Leslie Nielsen's like, "You conjure up that that beast that kills me," and he's like, "Doctor's like, no, I don't, I don't, I just don't." And he's like, Leslie Nielsen's like, "Oh, this time I think you do," and it's like that's the first time he's like, "You're a bullshitter." You're keeping secrets, mate. Anyway. And um, he's just still like... Thank you, finally we're actually inquiring about him. Yeah, it's about time. The doctor's just still like, no, I'm I'm not in agreement with you. And uh, that's just that. Anyway, the monster comes about. He starts breaking into the Wii's. And um, fucking the doors, they start breaking and kind of stop motion and it's it's fine. It's adjacent and the Argonauts level shit. And um <laughs> he's like, yo Robbie, go kill the monster and he starts getting that short circuiting thing. He's like, don't you see it's your subconscious. Robbie sees you and the monster as the same thing. And he's like, Yeah, that's just not fucking true, mate. And it's like <sighs> mate, really fucking hell. I mean it's like to the point where it's like for a guy who has 186 IQ. No, this is the guy who's more intelligent than the guy. 
It's like it's like he was it's like he was higher than the doctors, and it was improved by the by the learning machines. So his IQ is like beyond oh. Einstein. It's like some really high kid, but okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I'll 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 quote him after. Anyway, this fucking they the monster starts chasing them, but it can't be seen. They're invisible or some shit, and they go into the lab with the girl and everything, and uh, fucking it starts breaking through that stuff that lasers can go through, mm. and it's like, no, no, uh, you see those energy things that were on the wall and before there was only one thing flashing, you know, the, the unlimited energy, yet all of those yeah. fucking lights are flashing now. Uh, might that suggest a, a change in, in things that are happening? And he's like, oh, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. He starts having like a nervous breakdown, he's like, oh, fucking, what do you think, Dawson? And he's like, Julius, your subconscious escape murder methods. And he's <laughs> like, oh god, it's me, isn't it? Something. And um, once he realises that it's him and he fucking shuts off everything. The way he shuts off everything is just like, he's like, oh, um, yo, Leslie, do you mind um, spinning that thing? He spins it. He's like, could you press that lever down? It pops up after you spin <laughs> the thing. He presses the lever and he's like, um, Leslie, uh, I know I've been um, unconsciously trying to kill you whenever you've been around me, uh, but I just press self-destruct on the and it, uh, yo, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now all the power shit's gone. Uh, so the monster's gone. Uh, so him and the fucking girl go go back to the spaceship. And they're like, uh, it's going to self-destruct, so let's fuck off. They get on the ship. There's kind of like, you know, like a room trying to hustle, like, oh, come on, one, two, one, two. They get the, the big electro boot on it. And they, they like fly off into like deep space. And, and, and <laughs> Leslie and the girl are like looking at when the plate will, will explode. And it explodes as this weird, like, bright purple thing in the distance. And, um, She's like, okay. starts crying and like hugs him and shit. And he's like, oh, so silly crying. Like, it's, it's just like, basically just like, lol. Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. He's so like insensitive. Oh, we, we only just blew up your entire planet, you know? We blew up your whole just, wall. You know how old films like, from like, um, the, like, um, the pre, like, pre-war era films just like lack any emotion like everyone's autistic pretty much <laughs> well it's basically the same like like here Leslie Nielsen is just like completely lacking in like energy any emotion and basically her dad died um after finding out that her dad also tried to un- subconsciously murder her and also murdered his wife your mum and, and he's just like, he's crying about that, which is very fucking fair. And he's like, oh, so silly, crying. Can't all get to that fucking part. And it's just like, that's the end. That's that. <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> anyway, it was a fucking good film, actually. 
Uh, the it was? It was no, it was a good game. I'm just gonna take out the bits that I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, so no, 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 What made you laugh? What made me laugh? I, the storyline was really like. There was a lot of potential, but they really toned it down. I feel like. I don't know if it's meant to be a murder mystery, but there was never any point in this story. The whole, you know, how I said there was like very much an atmosphere of uh, the butler did it. Like it was, you were trying to yeah. you were suggesting that the guy, the doctor, was the evil doer, mm. but he was. So it wasn't so much it's the butler. Very obvious. The butler did it. It was the butler actually did it. <laughs> it was as if the butler was always being like, "Oh, I, I just washed out these beakers, and I'm presenting you a drink, and then you start choking on the drink, and the butler's like, crazy. Didn't know that could happen." But then you check his pockets, and he's carrying the poison, and like, uh, someone else's fucking fingernails or some shit, and you just like, like eat he's got all this stuff, yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty like, oh, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> oh, I didn't know this could do this. I didn't know I could put this it? in my Something pocket. Something quite funny is um when it, when it, in the when it, just before they're about to enter the cave. The, like the alien lair, um, they're like, you know, this alien tech, right? Uh, we need to log this whole searching of alien tech scientifically, that no one can abuse it for its power. And he's like, if I, ha if I'm the only one that with access to it, then I can distribute the information and tech to people mm. fairly. And they're like, uh, mate. It's the 1950s, communism's going on, and Stalin's killing people. That might not be a good argument. And he's like, lol, I'm cleverer than you. I don't care. Anyway, it really foreshadows the fact that one man's sole access to alien tech killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Yeah, you know what? You, you missed one key point here. The only winner in this entire thing. Leslie. No. Who then? Fucking. The cook. With his stash of whiskey. I don't remember if the cook died. He might have been one of the guys who died. <laughs> but I don't think he did. I don't think he died. Yeah. Assume he didn't die. He won. Again, it's, it's just preaching to 1950s America about, about migrants who were drunk, are all drunks. And you've got to. You've got to take justice to them because they'll always get it good in the end. That's what it's preaching. <laughs> saying that, that different ethnicities will succeed in doing bad things and you've got to take a hold of them and punish them personally. That's what it's saying. <laughs> also, also educated people are evil. This film inspired Pol Pot. That's what I'm saying. Educated people are bad and kill everyone who wears glasses. What glasses, mate? <laughs> glasses. I know. Uh, can you see me? <laughs> no, I can see you fine. Can, can you see me? Uh... <laughs> Your no, eyes folded. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It was good. Very toned down film. Really toned down. But I felt like there was a lot lag l lacking. And personally, I don't, I don't blame it on the quality 
of like writers. I blame it on like the sci-fi scene that there just weren't many film fans of sci-fi. Like sci-fi yeah. films didn't really open up back then. It was more of something you read in the paper and like um in books. So, like Isaac Asimov predates these these books. Well, his yeah, books definitely. predate these films. Like I Robot came out before this film. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's crazy to think that because of like because of how toned down the science is. Yeah. Isaac Asimov was already talking yeah. about like positronic brains and like uh, how robots could act independently from yeah. humans while still obeying them and shit like that. And they're just like, yeah, Robbie just fucking he just can't kill a human. They took one of Asimov's ideas and kind of went whack with it. But Robbie's yeah. not like clever. He clearly has he's clearly intelligent enough to determine what is life, even when it's intangible and the subconscious weight like form mm. of energy. He's clever enough to determine that. But he's not intelligent in any like like normal way. Like none of that intelligence is expressed other than like detecting of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like he can detect so energy and know that it's human. Which is crazy. But So he's physically intelligent, but he's not mentally intelligent. No, he's not like yeah. So he I, can physically, yeah. like, physically know things, but when it comes to actually thinking about something, he can't Yeah, he just doesn't seem to have his own like mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of yeah, a bit whack. Anyway, yeah. That's fucking that. What do you think about it? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it, it seems like film. a film that it seems like a film that drags. It was actually it was about an hour and a half. It was quite quick. So you know yeah. So you know when you say make but nothing's happened yet. How far were we into the film? Um I think when when they hit the lair, like the alien lab, it's like forty five minutes to an hour in. So it's like, like half an hour. Halfway through. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of um. Oh. I was like, shit's gonna have to pick up, even though I know what's gonna happen, pretty much. As soon as I saw that scene, I was like, it's gonna be a long, long credit sequence. <laughs> I know that the next scene is going to set up the, the 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 final sequence. Finale. Right? Yeah. They're going to leave the lair, have a little fight, obviously, because only one person died, and then go back and actually interrogate the man, which they do. Yeah. That's fucking it. Anyway. Mm. It doesn't sound like the greatest film. Sorry. No, go on, go on. It doesn't sound like the greatest of films. But it sounds like for the time it would have been really good. Oh, for the time it would have been fucking outstanding. But it yeah. would have been it would have been one of the best sci-fi films for the next like few decades. Like it would have been for a bit. It would have been one of those films that, like, for us, when The Matrix is on TV, it's like, oh, shit, The Matrix is on. That's, like, a fucking good film. But in 2050, they're going to see The Matrix is on TV and be like, it is kind of stupid, though, isn't it? 
you know. Mm. Right? That's kind of yeah. how it is for us, I think, in Fortnite. It was groundbreaking. You know, but... The weird thing is, though, like, the killer loose this planet, there's two people left. And they were at a time where this server is going on different planets. Just pick up the two settlers, bring them back on the ship, <laughs> and just blacklist the planet. You're the military, you can feed that shit to like whoever's in charge. Yeah, but they didn't really, they didn't utilize, um, well, they didn't utilize their, their, their intelligence, yeah, but they didn't also, they, <laughs> they were like, when they called in, they're like, we're military. And from that moment on, there was nothing military about them at all, other than that they had weapons. They were so like um, toned down and like they just believed everything they heard and they they had a duty to protect the settlers but they made no efforts to um, find out who the killer was. You know? It's like if if you were in a battle now and you're the last one standing and someone meets you, they're going to be like, there's a load of bodies around here. You're the only one here. I think, I think you might have killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> it was just settler royale. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like a load of Minecraft bases and one Minecraft base <laughs> left alive. Right. <laughs> Let's hear these funny lines. Funny lines. They are actually really good. Like, <laughs> we had some good ones from from some of the other films, but these ones are, are real fun. Um, so when the Irish guy's talking to um to Leslie Nielsen, what's when he's talking to Leslie Nielsen? He's talking about how he's drunk, right? And he was kind of kind of waved, and um. Yeah. I think he gets asked if he if he's drunk, and um, he says, "This is verbatim, right? I hope you don't think I could get that stiff in five minutes." <laughs> I'm not one to rail on slang, but I think <coughs> the word "stiff" for like "fuck" is kind of like makes it. When you're stiff, you're like, um, you're kind of like, that's when you're sober, right? Wouldn't you think? Like, you know when, like, um, there's, like, um, dads at a wedding and they're kind of all, all sitting down and they're like, oh, I'm not dancing, I'm not dancing. And then there are three Stella Artois in, maybe you're a Foster's because that's all they're serving. And they're fucking getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, then they're not they're stiff. Loose. You know? Yeah, then they're loose. They're like, loose. Yeah, that's literally it. How did it go from, from, from stiff to loose on the first line? Makes no sense to me. The second line, right? Not quite as good, but I still quite like it. Just, it's just, ooh, I'm gonna, it's gonna stay in my mind forever. This one. Um, he asked the robot what he's doing, and he's like, "I was just giving myself an oil job." I would like to hear your opinions on that line. Seven <laughs> <laughs> an oil change is an oil job. Like. Yeah, that was the weird part, yeah. Um, 
it was it literally just like was there any kind of gesture to show where this job was taking place? Let's talk about the robot. The robot was saying this. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like, is there any indication to show where this robot was doing this job? Okay, first of all, the oil job can only take place either everywhere or one place. Alright, let's be real. Well, you've already said that it's, it's nothing. You've already said that this 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 robot is ungendered. He's he's mechanical, so he has to have like he has to like WD forty himself because he's mechanical, moving parts. Yeah. But he says oil job. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to say. Him, he just he's just lubing himself up basically. That's all it is. He's um. I think he enjoyed himself a bit too much. He's, he's just, just opening himself up and filling himself up with all that. There's nothing wrong with that. What I, the thing, I like to think that um, um, the girl was so ignorant that the robot is just like absolutely going ham on himself and the, while, <laughs> while, while the doctor is in his study and she's just like oh that's just normal robot stuff that you just like get in and like in, in the dining room like making her like her breakfast and she's because she's just so ignorant. She literally doesn't know anything. But apparently she'd read books about biology. She talked to Sister Leslie before she'd like had some non news relations with him. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It's all that non-family friendly content in there. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, when she told him that, it was so funny. You know how nowadays, like, it's like, oh, you have good chemistry, and it's like, yeah, you do chemistry, you have good chemistry. You know, it's always like that in like teen films, you know. But there it was like, uh, oh, you're reading the books. It's like, yeah, I, I be my father teaches me in psychology, uh, freaking English, poetry, and uh, uh, and he's like biology, and she's like, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna teach you a bit more. <laughs> So she's read books on biology, yet she doesn't know what sex is. I mean, okay, well, okay. I I don't know if you, I was given um biology and chemistry textbooks by my grandpa when I was doing my A levels. There was no diagram or color in any of these books. They were from the sixties. Yeah, but you'd still be given a rough idea, you know, like of what you have. Have you seen? Have you seen those um those old PSAs from like sex education? It's like, oh, Timmy didn't wear a johnny. Timmy was going to get ill. <laughs> that that kind of, they were they were those kind of things. That was all they'd say. But it wouldn't even be like that. It'd be like, uh, God doesn't want Timmy to have kids yet, so. He tells his mum to not let him date. That kind of thing. That was sex ed back then, right? Also, would you fucking... Would you need to if you were the only people on the planet not planning to leave? No, but it's more in a sense, like... She's got these books anyway. 
He's got he's reading books and biology. Come on. It it's bound it's something's bound to be in there. Yeah. But I I don't Okay. She learned on the job. <laughs> <laughs> That was her entire profession. I don't think she wanted to do on-the-job training for that. Okay. <laughs> Let's be real. She had done nothing in her life in that in that part. She she wasn't even allowed to see the alien artifacts because she wasn't allowed in the study. So she literally had nothing but the house and those animals that, that probably actually would have had a weirdly clear image about them. Knowing how many animals are about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean... I mean... Yeah. I mean... I never know. She... You know, insinuating what Wikipedia says, insinuating now. You know. What I was going to insinuate was that, um... <laughs> you know how, how, like, Marines and, like, American soldiers get off their, like, air base in the Philippines and they're like... Oh, let's get some, you know, some Filipino girls, and that's basically it. That's why they want to be on you know, air base abroad or whatever. I thought they would be like, right, we've cut down, and they're all kind of horny. And there's a girl here who dresses like Barbarella. Let's get it on. <laughs> and and they do. Pretty much, well, one of them does. So oh, two of them try to. One succeeds. Um, they were providing a protective service. And um, they didn't wear protection. <laughs> That's all I've got to say on it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all I've got to say. That's fucking it. That's fucking... Uh, you got any more funny lines, mate? No. Nah, or is no. that it? There's so few lines in this film that I like normal. All of them are weird, because they're just said with only one possible answer they could be given. Like, just it's not natural writing, you know? Okay. No, That's I get it. what you mean. The punchline never came. Fucking, I didn't learn anything about science from this film. I didn't learn anything about biology from this film. I did, however, <laughs> learn that sci-fi, uh, it's got a complicated origin of filmmakers not learning from book writers. And that's fucking forbidden planet. 